I'm joined now by Richard Pearson, who's the lead manager on the Balance Managed Fund. Hello to you, Richard. Good afternoon, Chris. Richard, I want to start by asking about the volatility that markets have experienced so far this year. It's been a bit of a troublesome start to the year. How has your experience allowed you to rationalise that? As you rightly say, it's been a tricky start until certainly until mid-February. It all felt pretty unpleasant. In my experience, the bits of news that create volatility either in markets or in stocks, the majority of those bits of news are what I would describe as noise. I don't get terribly concerned unless I expect them to lead to a significant impact on economic growth or at a company level to a change in the value of that business. Most of the time, we spend a lot of time worrying and actually... In a year's time, we've forgotten about it. Had we been here a year ago, we'd have been talking about Greece. You know, it's, it's not a big deal now. 2% of the European GDP, but it, it took huge amounts of column inches in the papers and spots on the 10 o'clock news. So if we, if we go on to the, the type of meetings you have with companies, Richard, I guess that, mm-hmm. that they, they don't even consider the day-to-day volatility of underlying markets. They're thinking about how they're running their businesses. What are they saying to you about the, the environment in which the businesses are functioning at the current time? I think they, in general, things are okay. Okay doesn't sound terribly exciting, but given how gloomy everybody is, um, I think okay is all right. Um, The majority of the companies we see, their profits are improving, their balance sheets are in really great shape. There's not a huge amount of earnings growth out there. You know, businesses are struggling to generate other than sort of single digit earnings growth. But in general, most people feel happy about what they are doing. They're very nervous about some of the geopolitical issues around the world. So the sort of sensationalist headlines of the economy's in turmoil, is, mm. is always in freefall, is, is not what you're hearing from the management that you're meeting with? Correct. It's um, a huge amount of noise out there, but actually m- most managements seem pretty relaxed. Well, relaxed is the wrong word, but seem quite comfortable with their own position. Now, if we go back through 2015, obviously there was some quite substantial differences in, mm. in, in underlying sector performance. What did you conclude in terms of the allocation within the portfolio about areas where the fund's done well and areas where you've, you've found it more difficult? Well, just to start on the bad news first, I guess. Uh, the areas where we've done badly were largely either directly or indirectly related to the resources sector. As everyone will know, there was a huge uh, collapse in metal prices and in the oil price. The oil price fell by, by more than 50% last year. Any businesses uh, involved there found life very tough. And it was a question of how much you owned there as, as to how well you did last year. If you were very underweight mining and oils, you performed exceptionally well. We were underweight, but we weren't underweight very much. And I think we, all, we also found that a number of the industrial businesses that, that we owned were, were, were hit more than we expected by the cutback in capital spending and uh, exploration. And that was a second-order impact, of, second of, order the we- impact. Of, of the weakness in the energy markets. And, and a little bit of bad news. A BHP Billiton, which has been a long-term investment of ours, you know, a really well-run mining business, had a major problem in Brazil. Two of its dams burst. And that's going to cost them a huge amount of money. And this, to us, seemed like a, more of a sort of BP situation. And we were minded to sell it. But it, clearly, you, you can't um, anticipate events like that. We think they'll probably, well, they have cut their dividend. And it'll be a long time before credibility gets restored. 
And what about areas in the portfolio where you've had success stories? Perhaps you could mention a, a couple of uh, stocks in the portfolio sure. that have worked really well for you. I mean, obviously, you know, there was some good news as well. Um, our best performer last year was a, a UK stock called DCC. It's a FTSE 100 company, but not terribly well known. Domicile, actually in Ireland, although it's, uh, it's also listed in London. It's a business service business. It's best known for its distribution of petrol and LPG across Europe. It made a big acquisition last year in France, buying a business from Shell. Um, the shares re- returned 62% last year. Our second best performer uh, was, again, a, a pretty unknown business, corporation of Lloyd's uh, non-life business called Novi. They returned 60% last year as a result of just producing some really good results from a very undervalued position. So, we, so, we, so there are examples of, of stocks that, that maybe other people in the market are, are not spending their time researching, but ones where you feel you can add value. Correct. Uh, we had a couple of bids last year. Um, mm. you know, no one guaranteed, you know, when you buy something, you, you don't expect it to be taken over, but it's always good news when it happens. Uh, Quintain Estates, which was a comparatively recent investment, was taken over, uh, returned 48% last year. A longer term holding Wrexham, global sort of leader in, in, in cans, again, was taken over, returned 38%. One of the sector bets that we, that um, if we got the resources uh, wrong, we got very much right. Uh, um, we've been very positive on house builders for the last two or three years. Chris Nicholson um, re- returned 48% last year. Persimmon, 36%. Bovis, 19 And that's an area that we continue to, to like for the longer term. And as far as the fixed income or the fixed interest portion of uh, the fund, you've always described it as being uh, an insurance policy, I think is the phrase that, that, that you've used. How, how has that helped uh, or hindered performance during the last 12 months? It's helped performance, but only a bit. Uh, and to be honest, it should have helped it, helped it a little bit more. And our strategy in the area uh, really hasn't worked over this latest period. We have about 20 to 25% of the portfolio in bonds and cash. Just under half of that has been in bonds. We've been cautious about the bond markets, and therefore we've had more cash in that, as you correctly call it, the insurance policy part of the portfolio. But bonds have performed reasonably well. They haven't been outstanding, but they've produced decent positive returns last year. And we haven't had enough of them, and as bond yields have continued to fall, uh, we've got some benefit from that uh, side of the portfolio, but not perhaps as much as we should. Time will tell whether our strategy turns out to be the correct one in the the medium term. Obviously, we, we believe it will. And almost coming back to where we started, perhaps we could conclude by discussing your outlook for equities um, in 2016. Do you still feel reasonably confident? My sense is that you do. I feel confident about equities compared to other asset classes. I didn't start the year being hugely optimistic about equities in isolation. I don't think any of the markets that we look at, certainly in the uh, developed economies, are look particularly cheap compared to history. So, you know, it's been hard for us recently to find good companies cheaply rated. You can find good businesses expensively rated. There are plenty of those. So we haven't felt hugely positive about equity markets. And the outlook for 2016 really, uh, in in our view, reflected that. I expected a, a small positive return from equities but single-digit returns. But compared to other asset classes, uh, we still believe that equities are attractive compared to cash yielding zero, government bonds yielding very little. Equities still look to us attractive. Richard, I'm afraid that's all we've got time for. Thank you very much for joining us today. 
Any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. Where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.